0: It's Thursday, which means it's x l x l gossip girl day hi, everybody. happy Thursday. good morning. Oh, I hope you're all having a great week. It's been a long week, and i'm tired a f it's a it's an off week for me because i was i flew back to l a Tuesday and my whole schedule is like so messed up and my Wednesday, I woke up at six a m because well yesterday I woke up at six a m because I'm jet lagged and I'm still in East Coast time and it usually takes three or four days for me to get reacclimated to West Coast time which is obviously three hours behind and then I'm going back to the East Coast next week so my whole clock's going to be messed up once again and then 10 days later I'm coming back to the West Coast and then a month later I'm going back to the East Coast so it's like a lot of back and forth but um, you know it's just like so difficult being a jet, jet setter, but you know, it's so fabulous at the same time, but you know, we have to all make up for lost time, but um, that's what's going on with me, I feel a little bit delusional because I'm like really crazy, but episode, I don't know, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I'm really excited today's Thursday because it's Gossip Girl Day, so episode four of Gossip Girl 2.0, the continuation of the iconic series on HBO Max, um, comes out. Uh, came out tonight. Haven't watched it yet. And when I do, I'm obviously going to recap it. I'll probably talk about it on Friday's episode, tomorrow's episode. But I'm really excited about that because I love the show and the series so much. Um, and what I like about it is even though it shoots in New York City and there were some paparazzi photos of, you know, the gang out and about shooting, you really couldn't put together the storyline of what's going on. But the same can't be said for the Sex in the City uh, continuation and just like that because there's so much paparazzi. Um, just always up in the girls' business, and, uh, you know, I-I-I di- I see daily photos of SJP, Cynthia Nixon, and, of course, Kristen Davis, out in the city shooting, same with the actors who play Harry, um, Harry, Stephen, uh, the grown-up version of the kids, as well as iconic, um, the iconic Nijinsky, Natasha herself, played by Bridget Moynihan, and I feel like, obviously, there was a leaked script from page six, but- it's like it's it's becoming really obvious what's going with what the sex in this and just like that is gonna be about the plot line. And that's what's really upsetting me. I mean, I get the fashion is fabulous and that's sort of what the paparazzi probably wants to, you know, get out there on social media and of course photos of photos of the three girls. But it's just like it's really pissing me off because I'm really looking forward to the series, but I feel like I actually don't I know what's gonna happen because obvious it's just not a n ad, ah, and it's obviously it's so difficult to stay on social media, but I don't know. And there's video footage too of them walking, and you can sometimes hear the dialogue. Like, I don't, I'm sure they're well aware of the fact, the team, the producers, the girls, that, you know, paparazzi is there filming, recording. And it's just like, why don't they shoot at, at a sound stage, you know? So, and like, I mean, I get part of sex, what made Sex in the City, Sex in the City was New York. It was the fifth lady. But, uh, well, in this case, it's the fourth lady because, of course, Samantha Jones herself came to trial is not there. But, um, yeah, but anyways, I didn't actually pick this as a story, and this is not what our first story is, but I uh, read a few articles today that the door is open for Kim Cattrall to come back, which obviously means they're not writing Samantha off, um, and I think many people speculate that they were going to do that, because what are they? how are they going to not have Kim Cattrall in the show when she was one of the core four? Like, how are they going to address that? And that's actually what I'm really happy hasn't come out yet. Of course, there is a lot of uh, uh, video footage, uh, well, video, vid- photos, and some video footage of Bridget Moynihan, Natasha, and... SJP, Carrie Bradshaw, herself together, which makes for an obvious sort of, um, at least in my humble opinion, I mean, this isn't factual, this is just sort of what I'm doing, this is based on deductive reasoning, of course, um... You know, I think many people speculate that Carrie and Natasha are gonna come together Because there's maybe trouble in paradise for Carrie and Big And Chris Noth has literally barely been Spotted, um, in New York Like, shooting the show, even though I mean, he's been spotted in New York, like, riding his bike and stuff But never with the girls and shooting, so it's really interesting But it's a huge bummer for me But, um, anyways, oh, I say all that to say Uh... Uh, SJP, where was I going with this? Oh, yes, there's mumblings about um, there being a second season of the limited series because I think originally it was going to be a ten episode limited series of, and just like that, and that was going to be it. But I guess there's rumblings of a season two, but that may all just be conjecture. So, um, but aside from what's going on in HBO Max land, um, I have five great stories for you guys today. I guess six because that was an impromptu. Uh, little tidbit, but that wasn't actually a formally, you know, decided upon story, but whatever. But anyways, um, I don't have anything else much to share since we last chatted, and I hope you're all going to have a fabulous Thursday, thirsty Thursday, so without further um, gallivanting and whatnot, let's get into our stories of the day. The first story comes from 2fab.com, which I know is a really reliable source, but actually I, I, I come across this site when I'm on TMZ because sometimes they post, like... It sublinks to other stories. But this particular story I was very interested about because it's about somebody that I think most people can mutually agree we all dislike, disdain, have disdain for. And that is celebs fire back after Pierce Morgan drags Simone Biles for pulling out of Olympics. Okay, Pierce Morgan literally needs to have several seats. He's one of those people that just like, he's like a mole. He just comes up, he says his piece, everybody gets angry, and then he disappears until the next big scandal. Of course, his last, you know, uh, outing verbally or his, his last moment of giving his opinion. Unsolicited, of course, was when Harry and Meghan did their interview with Oprah, their sit-down interview, and of course Harry was um of course Pierce Morgan was dragging Meghan Markle because we all know Meghan Markle rejected Pierce Morgan for uh Prince Harry himself, and Piers Morgan's obviously butthurt, because he's one he's a guy and most guys have pride. But um Pierce Morgan is no Prince Harry, in my opinion, so. But anyways, okay. That's here, neither here nor there. Hollywood came to the defense of superstar athlete Simone Biles after Pierce Morgan criticized her for dropping out of Olympic events. On Wednesday, the most decorated American gymnast with six Olympic medals to her name decided to forego the individual all around after opting out of the team events the night before to focus on her mental health, which you talked about in my last episode, which is fabulous of her to do. Well done, girlfriend. You take care of her. You do you. While the shocking move garnered praise from most fans and followers who called it brave and a sign of true leadership, the British TV personality decided to slam the 24-year-old Icon's decision. And this is what Pierce Morgan himself tweeted. Athletes are now deemed more courageous, inspiring, and heroic if they lose or quit than if they win or tough it out, which is ridiculous. I blame Twitter's virtue signalers for fueling this culture of celebrating weakness. The real world doesn't think like that. Well, okay, Mr. Morgan, the real world does think like that, and you're clearly not in the real world because you lost your job, you have no job, and you're literally tweeting um instead of like actually going out and first of all having a job and reporting about the olympics formally which nobody hired you to do and second of all um you don't have a job and third of all like have several seats because i guarantee you you can barely probably even do a somersault Biles is out in tokyo flipping bouncing dancing carrying like the gymnast pressures of i can't even space on her back and pierce morgan's probably sitting at home eating like chicken wings i mean maybe he's vegan so i don't know Are mental health issues now the go-to excuse for any poor performance in elite sport? What a joke, he tweeted Thursday night. Just admit you did badly, made mistakes, and will strive to do better next time. Kids need strong role models, not this nonsense what a loser Pierce Morgan I'm like I can't even and he wrote a scathing essay the following day of course he did because literally he's unemployed with the headline quote sorry Simone Biles but there's nothing heroic or brave about quitting because you're not having fun you let down your teammates your fans your country while Twitter lit up to drive Pierce Morgan in support of Simone of course they did celebrities put their own spin on social media to clap back at the former CNN host Vitriol the first uh, tweet is from Elijah Wood photo Baggins himself hey Pierce you couldn't even begin to conceive of what it could possibly feel like to be an Athlete at that level, with that amount of pressure. Sit down. You're an impulse to stir the pot. Your impulse to stir the pot is not only routine, but terribly unbecoming and boring. Somebody named Ed Asner tweeted, Not surprised to see this from the likes of Pierce Morgan, a person in the number of these, I use that term lightly, that sits on his brains and criticizes people for a living. At Small is a hero. She stood up for herself in a very difficult position. Chelsea Handler, Queen Herself, tweeted, It's amazing that women get called emotional when I have never seen more men throwing tantrums about Simone Biles. Literally so true. Like men are literally the weak ones here, women are queens. But I've always thought that. Like I've always thought straight or heterosexual men. I mean, I don't know if Piers Morgan's is hetero- heterosexual. I don't know what he is, and I don't want to know what he is. Um, uh, all he does is throw tantrums. Like, what a what a what a chum. Um okay, who else tweeted? Okay, somebody named Richard Marks, who I'm not too sure of who that is, tweeted this again. Please let at Pierce Morgan the parentheses who is quote heroic and brave um that he blocked me. Ooh, so shady. Know that I said he's gutless. He's a gutless degenerate of a misogynist, a hypocrite, and can go fuck himself because clearly no one else will. Thanks. I mean, literally, I agree. Um, Charlotte Climber, if at Pierce Morgan successfully attempts one cartwheel on live broadcast, I will pretend to consider his thoughts on Simone Biles. <laughs> so funny. Um, and then basically Pierce Morgan responded to everything of the fodder. Quote, well not quote, sorry. So to sum up today's big Simone Biles debate, do like Twitter is 100% adamant that walking out on a teammates at work is brave, strong, inspiring, and iconic and anyone who does it should be celebrated as one of the world's great heroes. Good to know that he of course posted a clip of him walking off set where he was not celebrated he was dragged um i just can't i mean i i i don't understand why he can't just have several seats and like literally stop giving his opinion and i understand why he's giving his opinion because he doesn't have a job but he doesn't have a job because he gives his opinion and everybody gets angry about it and he, he's he's just a cruel person like it's okay to be honest and whatnot but not cruel but it's some, I mean, I, I, it's hard to actually make that argument sometimes because I'm obsessed with Wendy Williams, but so many people think that she's cruel. But to me, she's very funny and she's very authentic and she's been an OG in the game forever. Pierce Morgan's like literally what? Like five years he's been doing this. And, some, and somebody else who I think is really iconic and really funny is um, Ricky Gervais. But Ricky Gervais isn't like evil, he's like an actual truth teller. Pierce Morgan's just evil. <laughs> Anyways, that's, um, that's a little bit of an update on the queen herself and, like, everybody coming to save her. Second story of the day is from E! News. Selling Sunset's Chriselle Staus and Jason Oppenheim reveal they're dating. Of course, Selling Sunset's an iconic show, and the Oppenheim Group has a little office near where I live on Sunset Boulevard. It's really small. Um, uh, no shade or anything, but it's, like, kind of—I think there's been a lot of, I guess, pondering if Selling Sunset is, is a real— is if Selling Sunset is a real or fake show— Because I've heard from many people that the houses on Selling Sunset or it's on million dollar listing actually aren't for sale. They're just staged, which begs the question, how do these realtors live such luxe lives unless they're um, overliving their they're living over their limits, which is a very common thing. And no shade. I mean, people do what they have to do to keep up appearances and images. But like half the time, these people are like literally broke. But anyways, um, Christelle Styles, who used to be married to Jason, um, not Jason, Justin Hartley from, and just like, not and Just Like That, and that show, Mo- what was it called? Justin Hartley was on, if, oh, what, no, that show with Chrissy Metz and Mandy Moore, if, what if, if then? You know what I'm talking about. I, I don't even know. Okay, anyways. Chriselle Stiles and Jason Oppenheim are sailing off into the sunset. Fans of the Netflix show Selling Sunset may want to grab a seat and pop some popcorn because the two co-stars confirmed they're dating during a romantic rendezvous to Capri, Italy. Fabulous. Jason, Chriselle, Jason, the Selling Sunset crew is currently enjoying a European getaway together, and tons of enviable pics have made their way to social media. However, it's a sweet snap shared on July 28th through Instagram of Chrishell and Jason showing some major PDA that has the internet buzzing. And as a shout-out to another woman living her best life in Italy alongside her other half, I am Jennifer Lopez, of course, Chriselle captioned the post, quote, the J-Lo effect. In fact, Jason tells E! News that his longtime friendship with a real estate agent has recently blossomed into a budding romance. Quote, Chriselle and I became close friends and it has developed into an amazing relationship. He, the celebrity broker, shares, I care about her deeply and we are very happy together. I mean, I'm loving this. Chriselle is an, a queen and she's beautiful. Jason, um, he's not my type per se but um i totally understand why she would go for him um he's successful she's successful they're in the same business they work together they're colleagues uh and i'm sure they have a really great friendship which is the foundation to any great relationship so i'm really happy for her and i'm really i've been following her career and she was fabulous on dancing with the stars and she's obviously killing it in the game so i'm really happy for chrishell and jason um yeah living for it so woohoo okay Uh, how how many stories was that so far? One, two, three. Okay, well, our third story of the day comes from page six. Um, this is one of those stars or just like us moments. Rihanna picks up dollar slices from a New York pizzeria at 4 a.m. I just love Rihanna. Every time I read about her, it's always good. It's always funny. It's always great. I mean, she's so well off. She's so successful in beauty and music and acting. Um... And she's buying dollar slices of pizza. Like, how much cooler and down-to-earth could somebody be? Rihanna satisfied her nearly morning... I'm sorry. Rihanna satisfied her early morning cravings Wednesday with a few pieces of dollar slice spot in Manhattan. With limited options before dawn, the WorkSinger33 was spotted out with her cousins around 4 a.m. in front of the downtown pizzeria, where they chatted until their three pies were hot and ready. Oh, that sounds so lush. I want a pizza pie right now. Riri hit the streets all in black... Rocking loose fitting jeans A baby doll top And a black version Of the pink fur Bucket hat That she recently wore When she stepped out For a drink last month The songstress Whose last album Auntie, was released in 2016 Has been spotted coming And going from Downtown studios Over the last few months The Caribbean artist Is also dating rapper A SAP Rocky 32 A native New Yorker Which I totally stand for And love um, The pair backed on PDA During an early July Night out in the city Which came after Rihanna inked over Her tattoo tribute To ex-Drake well, I just love to see Rihanna out and about in the city. She's so gorgeous. She's just a literal queen. And I'm really happy for her relationship. I'm really happy for her success. And I'm a huge, you know, Ponda replay kid. And uh, come Mr. DJ. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, love her so much. And I also love her SOS. S-O-S, please. Someone help me. And I also love the song that she sang... That was in the pilot of a gossip girl. It's a with me, with me. I love her early music. So I'm really looking forward to um, more Rihanna music if, in fact, that is happening. And if it's not happening, maybe she just at the studio with her man, which is also awesome. But I love her as an artist, too. So I'm really excited for the evolution of Rihanna. And um, I hope she enjoyed the pizza pie and it makes me really want pizza. So <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. Okay, first story of the day HBO Max's satirical series about the royal family, The Prince to Air. I've been looking forward to the series for. Oh, really, really long time. It's created by Gary Gennetti, who I think was one of the writers or creators of Family Guy, and he also had a fantastic uh, Instagram account for about two years um, with great memes about Prince George, uh, William and Kate's son. But after, I noticed that after um, the Oprah interview with Harry and Meghan, um, those memes stopped because Meghan was talking about all the bullying, and I I, I know Gary posted a lot of, um, I wouldn't say bullying posts, but, you know, uh, he, like, You know... You know what I'm getting at. He's so funny. But anyways, the show... um, Some tea, Your Royal Highness HBO Max's anticipated to animated comedy about the royal family The Prince has finally set a release date, and it's much sooner than you think. The streaming service will drop the first 12 episodes of the Gary Jannetty-created cartoon at 3 a.m. on Thursday. That's tomorrow. The Prince is... Well, today. The... Prince is a parodic twist about the imagined inner mechanics of the firm through the lenses of an anticipated Prince George, who is the eldest son of Prince William and Kate Middleton. The Youngster 8 is third in line of succession to The British Crown. The animated series features an all-star cast who lent their voices to characters living in Buckingham Palace. Jannetty 55 stars in the series as a fictionalized George. Other stars who signed on as part of the voice cast include Orlando Bloom as Prince Harry, Alan Cumming as George's butler Owen, Francis de la Tour as Queen E, Elizabeth Lucy Punch as Kate Middleton. Condola, Rashad as Meghan Markle, Ewan Rayon, who you guys know from Game of Thrones, as Ramsay Bolton, as Prince William, Dan Stevens as Prince Charles, and Sophie Turner as Princess Charlotte. I mean, what a fucking gas! Stevens will also be voicing Prince Philip, who passed away in April at 99, the Duke of Edinburgh's passing, delayed the show's premiere. The project is a spawn of Gennady's wildly popular and hilarious Instagram profile, where he often satirized royal news by pretending George has a catty and snide responses... To them, which he doesn't post anymore. Personalities who are set to guest include Andy Cohen, Brad greski Kelly Rippa, and several stars from The Real houses of Beverly Hills, such as Garcelle Beauvais, Erica, Jane, Dory, Dory, Teddy, Kyle, and Lisa Rinna. Oh my God, Lisa Rinna on an HBO Max show! It was just too much. So let me just look at Gary Unetti's Instagram really quick. So I'm gonna see if he posted anything promoting about the release of the show because I like really am living for it. I'm gonna have to stay up tight and watch it because. Well, tomorrow, Gary Gennetti, let's see. <gasps> he did! Tomorrow, HBO Max. Let's see how many celebrities commented. Mm, I don't know. I'm going to be watching this, and I'm really, really excited. So, more content for us. Um, And, yeah. So, woohoo! I'll definitely, like, recap it, though, because that's what I do. Okay, and our fifth and final story of the day is um, a bit of COVID news, but it has to do with Netflix. I thought this was really interesting because it's... It's a really interesting way to handle business in this crazy time. This is from Deadline. Netflix to require COVID vaccinations for actors and other Zone A personnel on its U.S. productions. Netflix has become the first major Hollywood studio to implement a blanket policy mandating vaccinations for the cast of all of its U.S. productions, as well as those who come into contact with them on set. The streamer just informed its production teams and partners that it will be requiring vaccinations for everyone working in Zone A, which consists of the actors and those who come in close proximity to them. The new return-to-work protocols, agreed upon by the Hollywood unions and major studios last week, give producers, quote, the option to implement mandatory vaccination policies for casts and crew in Zone A on a production-by-production basis some productions like Star slash ucp series gaslight have adapted i'm sorry have adopted the mandatory vaccination policy netflix is making it standard across the board in the u.s i hear i as in the author of this article here the streamer aims to keep exceptions very rarely limited to medical religious or age reasons and possibly in a few cases for the series and films that are already in production netflix's decision comes amid a fourth covid wave in the u.s fueled by the highly contagious delta variant which brought Uh, Which brought COVID safety onset back to work in the spotlight. I'm sorry. Which brought COVID safety on set back to the spotlight. While vaccination is not a silver bullet, there have been breakthrough infections for fully vaccinated people. It is considered a crucial safeguard alongside existing safety protocols, including regular testing, PPE, and social distancing. Uh, The vaccine mandate is the strongest measure. Netflix could enforce under the current return to work protocols. There have been calls to expand the vaccination requirement beyond zone a deadline revealed last week that actor and activist Sean Penn won't return to work on gaslight until everyone under production has been vaccinated for the virus. I think that's fantastic. I think that is definitely, um, I, I think everybody should get vaccinated, of course, with the exception of religion and medical reasons, but I think, yeah, because it's it's millions and millions of dollars goes into production, and if one actor is out, you're, you're shut down for two weeks, and that's a lot of money lost, and a lot of people re- are relying on paychecks, especially in a coming off of a year last year in 2020 where a lot of people didn't work and a lot of people struggled so i i think this is great netflix is um obviously a leader in the game and i think uh you know it's taking it seriously and if people don't want to get vaccinated then they're going to suffer the consequences which is you don't work so get vaccinated and save a life get that shot um yeah, so uh, those those are stories of the day. They're pretty good ones, I thought. And um, uh, sorry about the, the the beginning of this episode where I went off like on a tangent on and just like that the Sex and City uh, reboot or two point whatever you want to call it. But I have like a lot of thoughts about that because I love me some Carrie Bradshaw and I love me some I love me some leaks, but not. Uh, not like the amount that's coming out And I think the press really needs to calm down Like have several seats <laughs> Go home and just like watch Sex in the City But anyways um, Thank you so much for tuning in I hope you all have a fabulous Thursday, Thursday. You can stream my podcast, The Mistress of Pop Culture on Apple, Spotify, Castbox Radio, Google Podcasts, iTunes, basically anywhere where podcast stream, the podcast up with the iPhone. Um and I said what I said in the words of Neil Leaks. Have a fabulous day, everybody. Thank you so much. Um I'm gonna be back with you guys for tomorrow's episode, which is Friday, end of the week. Woo woo! All right everybody, chat later, bye-bye.